G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. What you won't know, or might not know, uh, about my next guest. His full name is Wyatt William Vogels Crockett. He is All Black number 1091. He currently uh, owns Sterling Sports and Trafalgar Street in Nelson. Uh, what you will what you will know though um, is the most incredible thing of all. He's the most super rugby capped player of all time, and all for the same franchise, the Crusaders. Uh, good morning to you, Wyatt Crockett. I've got to say, uh, look, you're the South Island. You might get some respite today. What what would that mean business wise for you? Oh, g'day, Smilly. Um, yeah, look, I guess we're just. Um Wait and see what happens, but yeah, I mean, it would be it would be nice to level three. I'd like to be able to go grab a coffee, and I'm pretty keen to, to order some Thai or something like that tonight, uh, tomorrow night, hopefully as well, mate. But um, I will just wait and see. But yeah, um, that, that'd be probably the first couple of things I'd be doing. <laughs> I mean, it's tough, isn't it? You're you're in retail for God's sake. I mean, you need your doors to yeah. be open. You need people walking past your shop and into your shop. So. Um, you know, it's not very often, you know, we, we, we're generally on the station talking to current sportsmen or, or previous sportsmen, but not sportsmen who, um, you know, invested so, invested so heavily in, you know, in retail and needing it. Yeah, um, obviously um, it is a, a challenge, really challenging time. Um, but, you know, we're, we're really fortunate we've, we've been here before and, um, and I guess we understand the process and, um, you know, this time last year, to be honest, I was, I was a lot a lot more scared going into that first lockdown um, about our business and that sort of thing. But this time around, you know, you know, you get the wage subsidy, um, which helps keep the staff on. Um, you know, hopefully we'll be able to work with our our landlords, and then you know, hopefully also, you know, once we come out of it on the other side, um, you know, uh, customers will continue to support local, and we'll, and we'll get we'll get back on track. So. Um, this time around, a lot more calm, and um, yeah, I guess having having been through it before, understanding, I guess what's ahead. Hopefully, um, <laughs> although it can change with this thing pretty quickly, as, as we've seen. Yeah, sure, uh, sure, can you've got to be flexible, but uh, it's uh, nice to hear that uh, your contingencies are in place, which would have given you uh, with the downtime, the time off, uh, a little bit more time to look in depth about uh, the All Black squad, which is uh, headed away. Uh, they're back in business uh, yep. next weekend. It looks like it's now going to be the uh, Sunday the 5th at 2 o'clock Perth time, so it comes in on a good uh, time slot for us. Um, there's eight props, Wyatt. There's eight props in the mix. George Bauer, Ethan De Groot, Napola Lala, Tyrell Lomax, Joe Moody, Angus Tarval, Carl Tuanukuafe, and Offa Tuangafasi. Uh, man, eight Sheesh. props. Aren't you disappointed that you missed out? <laughs> Just to, oh, mate, it can't be too far off, eh? Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> we we do have a lot of props in the squad now. Obviously, with having to have you know two specialists on both sides, um, is that more than the, more props than loose swords? Well, probably pretty similar, is it? Yeah, I think it is. It's two more props than loose forwards. So, wow, they just emphasise yeah, well, the importance very, very of your old job. part of the team, mate. The front row, so <laughs> not the front. 
What's uh, what, what was, what's the pecking order? Assuming that uh, Joe Moody's back, what would be your your starting front row? Um, assuming that that he's available. Yeah, obviously, if, if Joe comes comes back in, he's obviously um, number one. He's he's probably the best in the world. Um, has been for probably since the World Cup to be fair. Um, so I'd say Joe Moody slots in um, as your as your starting loose head. You know, obviously depending on how they want to manage him back from from a reasonably long-term injury. Um, yeah, and obviously, you know, you've got Cody at hooker. And, and then on the other side, um, obviously, Nepo and then um, Offa will, will slot back in at some point, and those two are maybe a bit of a fight for that starting spot here, I suppose. When you look at um, the scrums now, um, and you look during the course of the match, do you, do you look in depth at the scrums? I mean, you know, there's such a talking point, and there's such... A lottery, I think sometimes it's fair to say. Do you look at the way they are officiated and the way they're formed? Well, definitely. I think, um, you know, I think generally the scrums are, haven't been too bad this year um, from what I've seen in, in Super Rugby RTRI. And then, um, obviously, you know, the New Zealand scrums are pretty dominant against the Aussies. But, um, yeah, no, I think, you know, it's fairly, um, you know, it, it's a... It's it's kind of clear enough we've had the you know the the pre engagement that's been going around for a few years now. So everyone's getting their hands their around it and you're seeing a better result. I think um, I think there's less there's less issues there, but could be wrong. Um, in terms of uh uh, ball carrying props. Now, my understanding was that they want to, uh, you know, your prop not just to be a prop as such and, and the scrum be it and maybe mm. lifting the line out every now and then, but the ball carrying side of it, what, what do you feel the emphasis is on ball carrying props these days? Yeah, well, look, the, the way that the game's played, you know, obviously the, the front rowers are probably more yeah, cleaners. Um, having said that, um, you need everyone to be able to handle the ball and distribute it um, and to be able to carry bloody hard. And, you know, you, you see, um, you know, the likes we've had, Charlie Farmina, who is outstanding at um, getting over the advantage line. And, uh, you know, I think um, that's the best in the world, obviously, is Colin Boy, you know, like he's unbelievable with the ball. And he's like a, um, you know... You know, sometimes when you see him in the midfield, he's like bloody Manonu running through there. You know, so um, I think having having obviously physically big things, um, props are over 120 kg. So if you can get those guys uh, to be able to use their feet, then they can be a real ball hand. Difficult to tackle being so heavy. You know, so you know, a mismatch with the prop versus a um, or a midfielder that doesn't really want to get their head, uh, head in around his knees and hips, then you know that can be quite damaging. So I think you know it's, it's, it makes sense that teams are really trying to um, use those guys, and if they've got that ability to um, do the set piece really well, then they bring the other ball carrier. Then um, you know I think it's, it can be a really important um, piece of piece of their attacking armoury, really. You spend a lot of your time uh, in the All Black jersey, of course, uh, under the tutelage of Mike Cron. Uh, now, of course, the, the scrum boss is, is Greg Feek. Uh, you'd know Greg Feek really well. What are his traits? Yes, yeah, so I think he was 
in Canterbury's setups when I first started. Um, so I guess, um, and, and he sort of went away and went overseas for a long part of that time. So I didn't speak here all that well when I was playing with him. Um, but, you know, the time I sort of caught up with him over the last few years, he was coaching with the uh, Irish um, national side. And he was, he was really good to and catch up for a beer after a game. Um, and yeah, no, he's, he's just a really genuine guy, really cares about people. Um, but he's obviously done a fantastic job with Auckland over a long time. You know, um, too long, you know, a lot of people would say that he's probably the best player in the world. And um, I think Fiki, uh, you know, spent a huge amount of time with with Tuck and got him to where, you know, helped him get to where he is. And, um, and that Irish scrum in it. The um, hole was really was a powerful scrum as well. So he's he's got a great track record, um, you know, and, and I'm sure he's just getting up with the All Blacks. So it takes a bit of time to build, um, uh, I guess, his his systems and structures and get that through all the rugby players through New Zealand and then through the All Blacks. And you know, I'm sure he'll be, um, you know, he wouldn't have wanted to wipe the floor with what Crono had done over a long period of time because. Um, you know, Crono's done an amazing job as well, but he'll, he'll be bringing a few different things that he's learnt from his, his time up in the Northern Hemisphere, I'm sure. So, um, yeah, very good coach and, yeah, a great man as well, Vicky. 10.12am here on SENZ. Uh, we're talking to uh, Wyatt Crockett, of course, um, a prodigious super rugby player, uh, a heap and heap of games and, and experience, of course, in the black jersey as well. Uh, knows a lot of these guys, not that far long out of the game himself. So, um, what the talk, we've been talking uh, during the week about uh, stand and captaincy as well, because we've uh, we've uh, lost uh, Sam Whitelock, we've lost um, uh, Aaron Smith, who have both been captains this year. Richie Mawang is staying behind. Dane Coles, who'd be a candidate as well, is not going there. Shannon Brazil's not there, uh, not that he'd be a leader anyway. But um, we're talking about the merits of Cody Taylor now. Uh, you would know Cody Taylor very well. What uh, what are the traits of playing alongside him which would make him a really good all-black captain? Oh, Cody's is, um, obviously he's a world-class player. Um, you know, his, his ability to be, you know, an extremely dominant set-piece forward. You know, he, he nails his throws. Uh, his his scrummaging is world-class. And, and then, you know, he brings a similar level of um, activity around the paddock, so he's, a, he's an incredibly well-rounded player to start with. So um, that's, that's the first tick, um, which is you know crucially important to be a leader of the All Blacks. And then uh, his style of leadership is very much uh, he's an actions man. Um, you know he, he's one of the hardest workers in the group. Um, he's he's a uh, you know champion bloke. You know he's got great personal standards. Um, so just all of those attributes you expect from a leader, um, you know, and, and, and when he talks, people listen um, because he's just got that respect within his within his peers. Um, so yeah, he, he, for me, Codes, I actually thought um, that, that Codes might end up being the captain of the Crusaders when uh, when Sammy stepped aside, but um, they went with Scotty Barrett, who's also you know fantastic captain. But yeah, I'm not I'm not surprised that, that Cody's in that conversation. That's for sure. Uh, Wyatt Crockett, um, of course, we've just watched 
Uh, it was, a lot of people would say it's a fairly tedious series between the Springboks and the Lions, and, and of course that was basically all about set-piece, not a lot of flair in there. How did you rate, um, uh, bearing in mind uh, we're, we're up against the Springboks very shortly, and people say they're the yardstick now uh, in terms of 15-man uh, football. How did you rate uh, the, the Springbok scrum, and how would you compare it to uh, the All Blacks? Bearing in mind uh, we're up against them very shortly. Yeah, I thought they did, did a fantastic job. You know, they're up, up against, obviously, the Lions, who um, always were going to have uh, a fantastic set piece. You know, they're picking from the four um, four home provinces, and, and they're all, you know, strong in that area. So, um, you know, for Springboks to do what they did against the Irish, uh, British and Irish Lions, you know, is, is, a, is no mean feat. Um, but they come up against an all-black pack who's, who's also, you know, been outstanding in this area and, and very rarely beaten um, over the last, for a long time. So, um, you know, that particular matchup I think is going to be fantastic. I've heard a bit of stuff in the media talking about how they, you know, they've got a better scrum and a better maul and all this sort of stuff. Um, but the proof will be in the pudding. I, I know that um, the All Blacks would have heard those messages and that, that'll get them up, get them right up for, for the challenge. So, um, you know, I think that, that sort of that sort of crash will be mouth-watering and, um, you know, knowing a few of those blokes, they'll, they'll be taking that, those sort of messages personally and um, it'll, be, it'll be one of the, the key parts of that series and I'm looking forward to it. You've been on a lot of overseas uh, trips uh, with the All Blacks but uh, none of them, I'm sure, would have uh, lasted to the extent of 12 weeks with their 10 test matches thrown in. So... As we mentioned, they'll, they'll need every bit of the, the eight props that they've got. But uh, that's a, a gruelling schedule for, for any side when you consider the, the territory and the, and the quarantine, etc. they've got to go through these days. Um, so we will get a great yardstick on where Ian Foster's men are uh, at, uh, at the end of the year, won't we? Oh, mate, it is, yeah, you, you, you're dead right. You'll, you'll get a good feeling of how the group's tracking and, how the team's feeling? I think um, one of the biggest things on a on a you know extended tour like this, and I've never been on one this long, um, is I guess that team culture. Um, you know, and, and for a for a group of people to be away that long, you know, you're living with each other every day, day in day out. Um, with you know, living with a roommate. Um, you know, there's there's five different franchises. How everyone you know, gets on with one another um, is, is a massive part of how, how they'll perform, you know. So um, no doubt there's a lot of people that have been around for a long time and they'll understand the importance of that. And um, But, yeah, I think that's that's probably going to be the telling thing and how successful they are this year. You know, the, we know that they've been playing some good rugby against the Australians. Um, I think that that level of competition goes up a notch um, from from here. I think, um, you know... South Africans have proven to be a, um, a side that's right at the top of their game and, and so that'll be a big challenge and then up north as well so yeah I think the biggest thing will be just testing those testing that culture, testing that um, the ability for players to, to stay, stay focused and stay at their best for such a long period of time which is, is bloody challenging and, and no doubt they'll have some plans in place to um, to give some players maybe some time off during that period, um, maybe some maybe some time out of the environment, 
throughout that period because you know it is a long time to stay up for, and um, you know they'll they'll be thinking about lots of different ways that they can keep you guys engaged for a long period of time, and and, and that may involve giving some guys some, some breathers over that period. I'd suggest. Well, one of the other interesting things that uh, has come out of this week in rugby, um, there's been a lot of issues, but uh, uh, Ian Foster being confirmed as coach. Now, you know Scott Robertson really well. Uh, how do you think uh, Scott yep. Robertson uh, will take this? What do you think his next, next step will be? Bearing in mind that if it works well for Ian Foster, um, who knows what, what the future is in terms of the all-black coaching? I mean, if he won the World Cup, would he stay on? What does that mean to Scott Robertson? What should he do, in your opinion? Yeah, I think it was probably um, to be expected. I, I think um, Razor and those guys would have would have expected that that Aussie would get extended through to the end of the World Cup. So I don't think that would be a, a big surprise for them. And um, yes, obviously, you know, he would have been ready to, to step up if, if the opportunity arose. But I think this is pretty much part of the course, and um, and Razor will be basically, I'm sure planning on hope, hopefully being ready to go if he's if he's required once, once that World Cup's over. Um, and, you know, like you said, if it's a successful one for Fozzie and he wants to continue, then generally um, that option would be would be given. But, um, and, and if not, then, then Razor's ready to go. Um, but I, I do believe at the end of this four years, if, if, um, if Razor's not um, selected to go to take over, then I think he'll probably want to do something else. Um, being a being a coach of one um, one team for such a long period of time, he, he'll want to grow and he'll want to do something different. He'll want a new challenge. So um, yeah, it'll be an interesting an interesting choice if the All Blacks were successful and Razor was um, whether they go for Fozzie again or whether they go for the Fresh Blood. Um, it would be a bold call to. Um, to, to, I guess, to drop a um, coach that's just won a World Cup. But, you know, we've seen that, uh, I think, Jake White got, got the hex after, after he was successful, didn't he? Mm, he did. Hey, look, just finally, one, one thing that's just uh, come to mind. Uh, there's a new bloke uh, joining the Hurricanes next year. You might have heard of him. I think, I think his name's Owen Franks. Owen Franks going back to the Hurricanes. Does that does that make you get your boots out of the closet and just start cleaning those uh, super long sprigs or what? <laughs> it's impressive, mate. Um, now he's a bit younger than me, old uh, Owie. He, he started very very young. I think he was 19 when he first played first class rugby. So um, uh, yeah, he's, he's got a bit, bit of youth on his side. So. Um, it definitely doesn't make me want to dust off the old boots, that's for sure. I'm, I'm well into retirement now, mate. I've, I've got myself a, um, a, a cushy uh, office job. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd be a long way away from playing. But oh, it's, it's, it's good for New Zealand rugby to have someone like Oli come, come into, back into Super Rugby. Um, no doubt he'll bring a wealth of knowledge to that group. And, um, and, and to be fair, in, in the area where the Hurricanes have probably needed someone uh, experience like always to really lead the way. So, mate, that's a massive, massive, uh, I guess, a coup for, for the Hurricanes to pull off getting someone of always stature. And it could, it could be a bit of a game changer for them. Always great catching up with you, uh, Wyatt. Let's hope uh, the till is ringing um, with some good news for you this afternoon. And uh, tomorrow morning, you can perhaps open the doors and uh, Nelsonians will flood in looking for sporting equipment. Uh, stay, stay healthy down there, mate. And that 
that paradise that is Nelson. All the best. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers, Smitty. Been good talking, mate. Cheers. Thank you. Yeah, always is. Always is. Uh, Wyatt Crockett, one of the uh, great blokes of rugby. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.